Hi everyone and welcome to the first episode of Vet Diaries. I'm your host Shauna Donovan and today's episode is going to be a bit different to what the future episodes will be. This episode is going to be a bit about my story of how I became a vet student and how I've transitioned to being now a final year vet student and how I got to where I am before I start asking guests how they got to where they are. So let's go. It's not the classic story of I wanted to be a vet since I was little and never looked back. I was a bit different. I, When I was in primary school, I wanted to be an archaeologist. Then I wanted to be a marine biologist because I was a really keen swimmer and I really enjoyed doing all of that. I also really enjoyed my sciences. And then I decided that I wanted to be a doctor because I was one of these kids that was in and out of hospital quite a bit. And I looked up to all the doctors that looked after me and I started to want to be them. And then when I started going to high school, being a doctor wasn't enough. I was quite ambitious and I wanted to be a brain surgeon. So um, I went from one extreme to another where I was really adamant that I would be a brain surgeon. Then I started sitting down and thinking, you know, what does my future hold? I had to do work experience and I didn't know what to do for work experience. And I started to think seriously about my future and what to think, you know, what to do in in the future and how I was going to progress and what was going to make me happy. And I came to the idea of veterinary and it was because I have a farming background. So I am the ninth generation on my family farm and that's called Rongorch in West Wales. And that was the thing that I held most closely to my heart. It was something that I was really passionate about. I was really, you know, wanting to carry on the tradition of some form of family, of my family background, the farming background, but I didn't want to go into farming. So I was trying to think of a way of carrying on that tradition, but not necessarily being a farmer. And I came up with being a vet and helping the animals rather than looking after the animals. Um, But still, at the same time as you're a vet, you are also looking after the animals, but you're doing it from a veterinary point of view rather than a farmer point of view. So I decided to go for some work experience. Now, finding work experience as a student in high school is quite difficult to do in the veterinary profession because you're up against all of the vet students. And I was lucky enough that I used my contacts. I had a um, family member who was married to a vet that owned his own practice. So I used my contacts and I contacted him and I asked him if I could do a um, week with him doing work experience. And I was about, uh, I want to say 15, 16 at this point, Um, maybe a bit younger. And I went there and I was really worried because I used to faint at the sight of human blood and I thought I'm never going to be able to do this. What if I faint? I'll really be really embarrassed. And basically I went there and on the first day they had to do a blood draw and I was really worried that I would faint. Anyway, they did a blood draw and I didn't faint and I thought, oh, maybe I could do this. And I thought, oh, this is this is something that I wasn't expecting to happen. And anyway, I remember we had a diabetic patient come in um, and we had all sorts happen and we also had surgeries. So I also went in and watched a few surgeries and Lord and behold, I didn't faint. And I was a bit gobsmacked because I thought, 
I can actually do this. And I was loving it. I was enjoying the change in pace. I was enjoying the variety that I saw every single day. It was an eye-opener and I loved it so much. I just really enjoyed working with the team, talking to people, coming in with their animals, meeting all of the different animals. It was really cool. Um, So that was my first experience as a vet and what it would be like to be a vet and I loved it and I never looked back. So I basically went home after that, went to school and I had to do a presentation on it and I think I was so excited about it that it really came through on my presentation and I went when I went home I said to mum like I want to be a vet and I don't want to be anything else I'm 100% going to be a vet and she thought okay let, let's try <laughs> we'll we'll go um so a little bit about my background my um, parents barely had three GCSEs each uh, my dad was a mechanical engineer and my mum is a teaching assistant who um was a nanny once upon a time and she just works with children her whole life none of them did a levels none of them went to university or anything like that um so just to give you a bit of background about my parents and how how I got to where I I got to because I think it definitely impacts you what your parents did and what their education was like um and how you can progress later on um it doesn't stop you from getting anywhere but it can sort of change your outlook on on certain things but my outlook was I wanted to go to uni um I wanted to go to higher education and learn how to be a vet um but definitely having parents that didn't know what this was like was something that was in my way essentially um so that's a little bit about the background before I got to vet school Anyway, I decided to go down that route. So I chose my GCSEs. Um, I did triple science. I did double maths, all of the things that you needed to do. And I did um, a th- few fun things at the side. So I did textiles. Um, I did geography, history and um, drama as well as GCSEs, like little extras as well as Welsh and English and all that jazz. And I did really well in my GCSEs actually I got uh, I think four A stars the rest were A's bar two B's um, one B in maths and the other B in history um, because I just didn't do too well in those subjects then I went on to do an A level so I decided to do biology chemistry physics because it was my best GCSE in science um, at the time and GCSEs and then I did religious studies Now, it took me a little while to pick what A-levels I wanted to do. I started off doing um, maths, I did geography, I jumped around quite a bit on what GCSEs I wanted, um, A-levels, sorry, that I wanted to do. And it took me a little while to get settled on which A-levels to do. Um, So definitely don't be worried if you're at that stage now thinking about what A-levels to do, like you will find the right A-levels that suit you. Um, Don't be afraid to try them out. And go to a class or two and see if it suits you. Um, that's what I did with maths. I went into my first maths lesson and I walked out and I said never again. Um, so I dropped maths straight away. I went into my geography class and I just thought I'm not inspired by this. So I dropped that. Um, I did religious studies because I was interested in people's backgrounds and how that would affect my way of treating them. So I thought that was really useful to do. 
and um, I actually found it really sort of um, interesting because we did Buddhism and um, what their outlook was and how they lived their lives um, and I just thought that was really cool so that's why I did that and I did A-levels um, chemistry and biology because you had to do them for veterinary and I also found them interesting but they were definitely the more challenging. Now the jump from GCSE to A-level was actually really big for me. Um, I went to a Welsh school um, as well which is worth noting um, so I did everything through the medium of Welsh and I just struggled a lot from GCSE to A-level. I thought it was one hell of a jump. It's a bigger, bigger jump than going from A-level to university life, um, in my opinion. And a lot of people agree with me on that as well. It's, it's hard. It's really hard. And you're developing as a human being at this point as well. Um, you're still young and uh, you've got a lot of stresses around you. And doing that jump is, is quite large. I found the first year really challenging. I did really badly in my first year of A levels. So in my time, when I was doing my A levels, you did your A ones and then you did your A twos. So the first year you did a set of exams and the second year you did a set of exams. And my first year I did really badly. I think I got D's, um, E's, some C's. Um, I think I got some B's as well. Um, I can't remember exactly, but I didn't get a single A. Um, I was basically, I was besides myself upset because I was so used to getting A's um, and B's at the minimum um, that when I got D's and E's, I was really upset. And I thought, I'm never going to be a vet. Um, this is the end for me. It's just not going to work. Um, and I was heartbroken, in all honesty. I was really, really heartbroken because at this point, I'd been to an open day. I went to the RVC for an open day and I had spoken to a lot of people um, about different courses and um, I found out that there was a gateway course at this point which I'll talk a lot about later um, but I was told that I wasn't eligible for the gateway course at that time um, I spoke to a lovely vet, she's um, called Freeanne Jeffries who I um, sort of still talk to every now and again if I um, sort of come up with something that I, I bring up. Um, so I, the other day I figured out that her, the vet that she works with used to be the vet for my family farm, so I sent her a little message. Um, so she told me about the Gateway Programme. Thank God she did, because that actually happens to be the way that I got onto the course, um, but obviously I'll talk about that later. And... Um, yeah, I was just, I loved it. I went to a few open days, went to Bristol open day as well. Wasn't a fan of Bristol when I went there. I think I was in a bad mood that day anyway. Um, I just, it didn't work for me. The two separate areas where you had the Langford campus, um, but their, their facilities were really impressive. Um, and I really enjoyed having a look around, but it didn't feel right for me. Um, I then went to Surrey after finding out my A-level, my first A-level exam results, when I was like at my peak of being really fragile. And it happened to be Noel Fitzpatrick that was talking to us at the at the open day. And if you don't know who Noel Fitzpatrick is, he is the super vet. Um, and he was doing this talk. And at the time he was 
one of my heroes because I watched his TV programme uh, all the time and he inspired me daily. Anyway, he was doing a talk and he was talking about how you should not apply to the vet programme if you aren't passionate, if you're not driven and if you can't think of anything else but this as a career path. And he was basically describing everything that I was thinking myself. And I just remember walking out of that talk and breaking down crying. And my mum didn't know what to do. Um, But I was so, so upset that I couldn't see a way of becoming a vet because my grades were so bad in my A-levels that I just felt like I was losing something that I needed. Anyway, I went back home and I decided to do an action plan on how I was going to be a vet. Everyone was telling me, make a plan B, make a plan B. Like, what is your plan B? What are you going to do if you don't get the grades? What you, you know? And I said, look, there is no plan B. The only thing I want to do is be a vet and I will do whatever I can to get there. And everyone thought I was stupid essentially for not having a plan b but i knew that the only way i was going to be happy was if i was a vet so i thought in my head i thought you know what am i going to do and at the time there's some rumors going around saying if you applied got an interview but lost the grades or didn't get through through your interview then you wouldn't be considered ever again for that university and this really impacted what i did next me and my mum looked into the gateway program again And we decided to have a look to see if I was actually eligible for it. And really, it was my mum that did it, not me. I was too upset to even think about it. When I got told that I wasn't eligible for it, I just took their word for it because they were the university themselves telling me this. And mum decided to look into it a lot more. And my mum actually kept ringing and ringing the uni and asking them, you know, she's got this, that and the other is she eligible? Um, And they kept saying, no, no. And then all of a sudden we got a yes. And mum came upstairs and she said, look, I've talked to the uni, I've told them your circumstances and they say you're eligible. And I couldn't believe it. I thought, no, you've, you've got it wrong. They told us to my face in the open day, I wasn't eligible for it. And she said, no, you are eligible for it. And I couldn't believe my luck. I genuinely was... I I couldn't really believe it, to be honest with you. And I thought, right, I have a chance here. So the action plan that I made was I'm going to apply to the Veterinary Gateway Programme and I'm going to apply for that because I needed three Cs to get in on that programme. Now, my grades weren't really on par to get three Cs even at this stage. So I needed to reset my exams so I decided to reset every single exam that I sat um in my a1s it whilst I was doing my a2s at the same time so I was going to reset every single exam and do the new exams in the same period of time of exams but I was only going to apply for veterinary gateway rvc and if I didn't get in on the gateway program but I got the grades I would apply the next year and take a gap year if I'd gotten on the gateway programme, I would take the gateway programme and then progress on to the veterinary programme later on. So that was my plan. And I reset my A-levels and I got three Bs all overall and I got in on the gateway programme. Now, 
I don't know how I managed it, in all honesty. I think luck was on my side. I did well in my interview. It just happened to be the perfect uni for me. And I still stand by it. I think it is the perfect uni for me. I'm so, so lucky where I've ended up at a uni. So once I got into uni, I was faced with starting education in a completely different language. I had had all of my education in Welsh and now I had to convert everything I knew into a different language. This was really difficult because my brain was working in two different languages. I remember sitting in lectures listening to the lecturer speaking in English, writing my notes in Welsh and also having some English bits in there as well and being really confused, having to translate things. Oh, it was just a mind boggle. And it was really difficult to get my head around it. It took me a lot of time. It got to a point where I actually had to reset my exams in the summer because I did so badly. Well, I I missed out on half a percent. So I didn't do that badly. But I did so badly throughout the year on keeping on top of things and making sure that I was understanding the content that I did have to reset. And I just want to say to everyone, like, it's absolutely okay to reset exams. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something to better yourself. I remember in high school, if I had to reset an exam, it was really frowned upon. And in uni, it's a completely different experience. It's something that you just have to go through to get a pass to move on to the next stage and that's literally all it is it's just re-examining yourself it's just a re-revision of what you know already so it's something to look at from a different perspective really and I think it's it's something that really shaped me. I was really ashamed of it to start off with. And now I'm an advocate for resets. If anyone has had to reset, I will sort of be the first person to offer my help. Because I think resetting is hard enough. on You You can be really hard on yourself when you reset. But I think you need to be kinder to yourself. And just accept the fact that, yeah, okay, like, I didn't know it well enough. Or my exam technique wasn't good enough for the first round. Like, let's improve and get it better for the next time. At the end of the day, you get to re-revise things. And you get to know the content better. And it makes you a better vet in the long run. So... I've kind of turned it into a more of a positive recently, but I definitely saw it as a negative when I first had to do it. And anyway, since then, second year was a lot easier. Um, So like I said, I did the gateway programme and it basically meant that I could come into uni on lower grades. I had that foundation year, which is the year I failed to start off with and had to reset in the summer. I didn't have to reset the whole year, I just had to reset the exams in the summer. Um, but the gateway year was actually quite difficult for me. Um, some other people would find it easier, um, but I did find it a difficult year. There was a lot of content and a lot of coursework to do, as well as placements to get on with. But it definitely took the pressure off in future years where you had to do placements as well as work. Um, where you had an extra year basically to do the 12 weeks of work experience that you had to do in the first two years of vet med. Um, so I definitely found that um, really cool. I can do a podcast later on about different accesses into veterinary medicine, but just to cover Gateway, it's um, for different people of different backgrounds. If you look in the prospectus, it has different guidelines every single year. It, it's different now to when I applied, but when I applied, it was basically my school was a flag school. 
um, which meant that it was an underperforming school and it was uh, an underperforming school for both GCSEs and A-levels so there were two criteria and the third criteria that I ticked was that my parents didn't go to university so I uh, managed to get in on the gateway through that. It's since changed um, and now uh, it's completely different and it does change quite regularly so I definitely say like look in the prospectus for the up-to-date version of that and see if you're eligible because if you're applying to vet school and that's an option for you then I would 100% like would recommend it it's an extra year but at the end of the day you get to do the career that you really want to do and it was worth it for me an extra year is nothing like honestly six years compared to five years is really it's nothing in fact it's, it's really fun being a student for an extra year because you get to just really enjoy it and have more time to just explore yourself, understand like who you are and have an extra year as a student at the end of the day. Like being a student is not a bad thing. Yeah, okay, financially it might be a bit difficult, but it's a great time to just be you and essentially explore what your life is going to be like later on. Um, so yeah, then I got to second year, um, well, technically first year, that was fine. Second year was actually really difficult for me, loads of loads of content. Um, and I actually, my sister's in uh, Surrey doing veterinary medicine as well at the moment, and she's finding the second year is harder than first year. Um, it's basically, it ramps up in second year um, of the BVET Med course, where there's a lot more content um, and you start turning things into a slightly more clinical perspective, um, but it's still pre-clinical work. And then once you get to third year, you get really excited because it starts to be clinical. Um, and then you start to do practicals such as suturing, uh, gloving and gowning, all of that fun stuff. So you get lots of photos of you doing that with your colleagues. And it's a really good time, third year, I think you start to really understand things, but you don't have so much responsibility. And then when it hits to fourth year, you have to know everything and you have to know third year content and fourth year content and then your exams start. Um, obviously, third year, in the summer of third year, uh, COVID hit, so I decided to go home. I did most of my studying at home. Our exams were online, so it was really different. Um, I can do a whole podcast on studying through COVID and have a chat with the other people about how they managed to study through COVID. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really weird time, and doing exams online was really weird because they watched you through your webcam to make sure that you weren't cheating and you were answering questions online. You couldn't look away from your laptop. You had to look at the screen all the time otherwise it would clock you as looking away and potentially cheating um yeah it was really weird and um then you start rotations and rotations is one hell of a journey and a lot of me and my colleagues are suffering from the start of a burnout I think it's really tough on you mentally and physically um it's very tiring it's something that you have to just be mindful of your mental health when you're on rotations I think it's um it's definitely a challenging time but it's also it does have its real highlights so you get to travel a little bit um I got to go to Dorset and see Durdle Door 
Um, even though our group got COVID and had to leave halfway through, you get to meet some really awesome people and learn about how people have managed to get to where they are. And that's what's inspired this podcast really is wanting to get to know more people and how they got to where they are and spread the word and make sure that people are aware of ways to get to where they want to be um, and explore all the alleyways because there's so many different alleyways when it comes to veterinary medicine it's unreal so yeah um, now I'm here in final year and I'm looking for jobs it's a really weird time I feel completely incompetent but also competent at the same time I feel like I'm an imposter (laughs) but I feel ready to be a vet at the same time I feel proud of myself that I got this far I also feel frustrated that I can't do certain things but also scared of doing them Um, is a real mixed bags of emotions and I think a lot of us feel the same and it's the next step is to just become a vet to pass the exams finals which are really scary Um, but it's the last thing I've got six weeks left after this week now and of rotations that is then I have my OSCEs and then I have finals and then I graduate and then I start work and yeah I'm really excited to bring you guys on the journey of becoming a new grad and exploring what that is and how I navigate myself through that world of being a new grad so yeah that will be the next step with my journey and um, I hope to meet some of you guys along the way in the future hopefully and uh, become a good vet and help lots of animals and people as well it's being a vet is more than just looking after the animals it's looking after their owners so i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode please feel free to subscribe to the podcast if you enjoyed it for the future episodes i really hope to have some guests on to explore different topics to explore people's lives and see what where they've got to and how they've got to where they are But yeah, that's it for today. Bye.